The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our delightful little podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about Bush Baby. That's Bush's baby. Musical theatre and anything goes at Kate Bush's house. If you like that, then do have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There will be more brilliant chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Oh, do you know what I've discovered? Hello, Bush. Hello, Mel. Oh, it's so good to see you, my Good to see you. Yeah. I've discovered I've got quite a good finger click going. Do you know what? Your finger clicking has, has dramatically improved. Is there a reason for it? The timing is bang on? What's well, going darling, on? Well, darling, I'm so glad you bring this up <laughs> because um, I've started rehearsing for a new musical. Wow. Uh, and, you know, as, as you know, you've got to have some quivers in your arrow or even arrows in your quiver uh, when you're doing musical theatre. You've got to be able to go... Just And finger clicking is de rigueur. I never thought I could do it that well. It's got your clicking has got better. There's no two ways about it, isn't it? It's sharper. I've had you down as always, like a very strong muffled. Clicker. No muffled, Bit slightly muffled. muffled. But this time, do it again. Slightly weak. Straight through. Look at that. It's like uh, Mary Poppins. You remember that lovely scene where she's. Um, you know, uh, tidying up the nursery. Tidying up the nursery. Love that. So what... Job's a game. I'm sorry, mate. I'm so steeped in musical theatre at the moment. We're rehearsing for Company, which opens uh, end of September yeah. in London's West End. And um, it's I'm living it. I'm breathing it. I have to do everything in rhythm. As you can see, I'm straddling Bush. I'm straddling around the office. I can't do anything that's not a dance manoeuvre. So, you know, when you when you portray someone as an actor or an actress in a, in a movie, you live them for a bit. Are you living the musical life as we speak? I am dreaming wow. of the musical. It's uh, it's obsessing me, mate. I love it. I, I so th- love it. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm sorry if I'm a bit sort of what's the word? I, no, I'm totally with you. Yeah. I'm looking you in the eye. I'm your friend. We're not just broadcasting people that have been put together. We are friends. Yeah, we are friends. But I'm I'm slightly giddy, mate. I like giddy. it. It's like hanging out with a lotto winner <laughs> who's still decided to come into work. Yeah, you don't need to be here. You've got more, you know, better things on, on the horizon. Oh, no. But I appreciate no, it. Bush, never. When I am here in this seat between one and three every Saturday afternoon, okay. there is no place else I want to be. Really? And again, that's musical theatre. <laughs> it's musical theatre. That's so cheesy. What's happened to me, Bush? You've become musical theatre. Everything is emphasised. Everything is double the speed and double the volume. Oh, man, it makes me want to get into musical theatre. Do it, mate. Really? Join us. Can I? Is there room on the um, stage? On the funny bus, of course there is. <laughs> is there room on the funny bus? Get yeah. me in, get me involved. There are 14 of us on the stage, mate. It's really exciting. 14 people? Is that a conga? Is that a conga? Hey, can I ask you, right, day one of doing like musical theatre, oh. is it like the Karate Kid where Mr. Miyagi gets him doing stuff that uh, he doesn't see at the time to have any benefit, but like painting the walls, wax on, wax off, yeah. then he realised suddenly, hold on a minute, this is helping me with karate. Are you... You so hit the nail on the head. So the first thing we did on day one of rehearsals was we all did this thing where we got into a very tight pack, the 14 of us. Yeah. And then we had to sort of weave our way through each other's bodies. Oh, my Lord. So you had to create holes... Yeah. So, like, with your arm going down on your knee and then someone would slide through the space that you created. And I was slightly thinking... (laughs) 
Oh, my days. What the heck's... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm from Leatherhead. What the heck's going on here? This is all a bit, you know, avant-garde. And then we all realised we, we, one of the sets is a very small box. Yeah. So there was a reason. There was a Mr Miyagi reason. You're all kept in this kind of close confinement. Yeah. That must have been like, is it Pan's people who used to do the dance routines in leotards in, in Top of the Pops? Pan's people, which then became Legs & Co. Legs & Co. Legs & Co were a bit too racy for my money. Were they? The people were all about the sort of, you know, warmth. Yeah. A very musical theatre. It was like brutal, almost like communist-style representation, literal representation of songs. Always with umbrellas. Umbrellas and fully covered up at all times. <laughs> And then it, went, it did go a bit racy with yeah. legs, didn't it? Co was was very, very much the racy end of things. Beginning of the end. And what was the group, the really racy group on uh, Kenny Everett? Oh, oh let's have a I think. Know. Okay. We'll, we'll get this. So we're looking for the name of the racy dance group on the Kenny Everett show. Yes. Uh, and I think Bruno Tognoli was involved with that. Really? Yes, I think he was the makeup artist. Just saying. <laughs> So we were talking about the three levels of raciness uh, in uh, television dance groups. Uh, I thought of another one, by the way, the Brian Rogers Connection. They were on a Saturday night. I can't remember them. Oh, the Rogers Connection. Really? What were they like? Really strong. Always uh, in sort of two lines, approaching the camera right up to the last minute oh, yeah. and then separating off. Love I bet they all had hair like my mum did in the 80s, which was like, you know, that kind of silla black... It's yes. like a halo of, yeah. of permed Purple. hair. Pur- yes. Burgundy. My mum used to say her hair was pur- burgundy. burgundy. It's actually burgundy. But it's just pu- it's purple, Mum. Your hair's purple. Sort of b- massive burgundy wings. But yeah, literally, yeah. That kind of what is that bit that girls have where they have the blow dried out to the size, oh, like like, it's, like yeah. two like dove's wings. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett. Yes. So good, mate. Very good. And then of course we had Pan's People, who we yep. discussed. Uh, we had Legs and Co. The slightly racier version, and then the top racy version. Was, um, this what? is apparently t- a top shelf in terms of dance troops, hot gossip. Hot gossip! On the Kenny Everett show. The Gossip Man. Yes, and that and was, what's the name off of? Arlene Phillips. Yeah. yeah, and I believe it was Bruno Tognoli who was originally their makeup artist. So they were actually a super group because all these people went on to do so many amazing things. Exactly. Wow. The Gossip, my mum did not approve of the Gossip at all. Oh, really? She, did, she really didn't like them. <laughs> she said, well, they're dancing in their knickers. Which effectively they were. It's essentially witchcraft in the late 80s, early 70s, isn't it? Yeah, with sort of thigh-length PVC boots, (laughs) knickers and suspenders. I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit, it was edge, wasn't it? A little bit edge. Why did they do that then? Was that because they didn't have a video for the song? I guess that's what it was. Uh... And the band weren't there, so... In those days, though, it was such a different era in that... I, I was still hugely shocked when I found... Do you remember when you found out that they mimed on Top of the Pops? I couldn't believe it. I was absolutely crestfallen. Yeah, I... Oh, that's couldn't such a good it. word. Isn't it? I, I've not, I don't think I've ever used that word before. Crestfallen. Crestfallen. I'm imagining a bird, yeah. literally, with its crest just dipping. Dipping. Yeah. And just losing the will. Oh, but oh. never be crestfallen, Bush. I don't want to be crestfallen again. I don't want to be hurt again. No. You know? <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. I do that thing where I wave my eyelids like girls do. <laughs> Fan them. Not waving them. I'm just fanning them. Don't wave your eyelids. That, that would be, be weird. That would be very strange. A bit like Commissioner Dreyfus from the Pink Panther movies. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they always do that uh, on, <laughs> on... I was literally about to say on modern songs. On the modern songs. Who Listen is? to that. Who? Who? What's that? Mm, uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> 
It's like, I is don't it Drake? Like it. I don't sound like my my grandma, but is it Drake? Drake does all that stuff. You Drake, it's your Drakes. Oh, you know. I like Nick Drake. Do you remember Nick Drake? I do remember Nick. Winsome, Drake. very winsome. Yeah, winsome. Had a short, a short lived, short lived career. What was his? What was his song? Oh. <laughs> it was a lot of that. It's it quite high pitched, then. Was so it? it was folksy, beautiful songs. Beautiful folk stuff. I seem to remember I gave birth to to Nick Drake. Really? Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen time now. Oh, it's our old friend is the Ledger of Ledge. If you don't know what the living heck we're talking about, this is a book, it's a real book, and every week in it we like to put something in, and Bush does an incredible drawing of it, that never usually gets sung about. It's like an entire volume of things that don't get the credit they deserve. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'd like to put in this week, please, if it's all right with you, Bush, um, dog treats. Dog treats. Dog treats. They're the little bits of slightly unpleasant smelling uh, kind of meaty products that are dry yet go very, very viscous in the pocket. <laughs> and you use them the whole t- the, literally the whole time while training a dog, which, as you know, we're doing at the moment. So it's like the currency of getting your dog at the moment to do anything. Mate, to do... Ab- she will not do a darn thing now. Without a ruddy treat. She's, so if you say go over there, no, she's looking at you, and then you go go over there for a dog treat, she'll yeah. go over there. And then she gets bored of the normal treats, and you have to put in what's called a high-value treat. Oh, my Lord. I.e. a chunk of cheese or a piece of chicken. Oh, my, she's got a better diet than me, your dog. Unberuddy-leavable. They are saving our lives at the moment because uh, she's, she's well, she, I don't want to be smug, but she's becoming a very well-trained little canine. Oh, really? Yeah, man. All right, Barbara Woodhouse over there. Oh, mate, I'm, don't even get me on the ruddy subject. I'm obsessed. <laughs> anyway, dog treats, please, Bush. No one talks about them. They're in everyone's pocket and no one even mentions them. What flavour are these, just as I'm drawing them? Uh, let's go liver. Oh. Let's go... Oh, no, let's go turkey. Should we go turkey? Yeah, let's go rice and turkey. Rice and turkey it Thank is. you very much indeed. Thank you very much for doing the drawing. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very, very much. There you go, live in the musical theatre. I can't it's stop back. myself, Bush. <laughs> Is that what she gonna look like with a chimney on? What she gonna look like with a chimney? Is there any room for a kind of verbal, vocal percussion element to what you're doing in musical theatre at the moment, Mel? Always. Really? Actually, Always. I send Patti Lapone a cassette of me doing this yeah. kind of stuff. Mate, she'd love it. Would she? Don't send her just the cassette. Send her a video cassette so she can actually see you while she listens to it. You reckon that might be like a deal breaker? Yeah! Get me in there. Mad for it. I'm, I find myself always tuning. I'm always tuning this. I was on the tube this morning uh-huh. and I heard a boo-boo or a ha-ha and I thought that is the same interval as our second song in the show company that we're doing in the West End uh, in the autumn. Ha-ha. And I thought, ha-ha. I thought, yeah. How do they tune you? How do you even know? Oh, darling, it's muscle memory. 
Is it really? I thought oh, it was a tuning fork. Oh, no, darling. Well, you listen to the orchestra, you pick your tune, you pick your note, <laughs> and then in you go, my darling. Really? As brave as the Vikings when they were going round Europe. It's 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 just a thing, my darling. It's muscle memory. I thought Patty comes in with a harmonica, blows the C, and then you all have to go, <laughs> That's wrong. Third from the back, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. Was that the video uh, where they had somebody sort of dressed as a lizard with kind of brontosaurus-like spikes on the back? Really? I'm not sure. Yeah, I seem to remember. I remember the two Duran Duran videos I remember. One is the one they spent loads of money on, which was Rio. like... Rio? Uh, no, Hungry yeah. Like the Wolf. Oh, the windmill, with the windmill. The bloke on a windmill. <laughs> do you know that bloke is out there somewhere? He's probably a bank <laughs> manager now. What did you used to do in the, in the early days, Paul? Well, you're not going to believe this. I was on a windmill in a Duran Duran video. He was uh, strapped to one of the um, horns, yeah. though, whatever they're called. The talons. Yeah. That's not the official word for windmill handles. What are they called? Oh, Spokes. gosh. No, Bush, no. Uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Like we must a... find out. What's happened to us? I don't know. We can't remember any words. It's the summer, it's the summer holidays. That's what it is. We've gone a bit spongy. But the, se- the, yeah. the windmill is separated into different segments. A sail! A sail. A sail. That's one of the windmill sails. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, the one on the boat. Rio. So well, I don't know that one then about the... Uh... I just seem to remember there was some very intricate body makeup with a person kind of going... I don't know if you can hear that. Sort of putting out their tongue like a lizard. <laughs> that was lizard mouth noise in case you just walked into the room. I think that was the reflex, wasn't it? The reflux. That was the reflux. <laughs> reflux. Reflux. <laughs> That'd be great if it was called the reflux, wouldn't it? That would change things up a bit. Oh, dear. Um, listen, it's Mel G here on Magic with the Mighty Bush. How how's your week been, my hey, love? Mel, it's weird you should ask that because obviously we've got a baby on the way. Oh, my days. The reflux is going to be oh, what it's all about. Matey. The baby could arrive at any minute. <gasps> Which is crazy. So const- you... constantly checking phones and stuff. Have you got your bag packed? I mean, not you as the father. <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> has, has your good lady fiancé slash wife got her bag packed? Yes, I did an inventory check of it oh. the other night to make sure we got all the stuff. Wipes? Got lots of wipes. There's some stuff in there that oh, as you a don't guy, wanna, I just don't, don't want to oh, know. Yeah. Paper knickers, mate. But yes, disposable knickers. Disposable knickers. Uh, they are really crucial. You may laugh slightly at the thought of them, but <laughs> by golly, you need them. There's like a Pandora's box that goes in that hospital bag of things that men should never look in and find out about. Oh, God, things you know? like, oh, yes, all sorts of unguents and creams for mm. sore chafing patches. Yeah. Oh. Some of them might be like in a in a um, a doctor's medicinal box from like yeah. the 1800s. Yes, exactly. Powders and balms. Uh, the apothecary. Oh, the apothecary. I want to find out more about your fiancé's bag uh, very much after this little bit of ABBA. It's a very, very hard song to sing, that, Bush. In fact, ABBA songs, en general, are really, really hard to sing. Sorry, I've got my musical theatre head on. It's back. All the time. Is it, is it because they're very high-pitched? Why are ABBA songs so hard the to range. sing? The range. They can sing from low to high and they make it look so easy. They're amazing. Did the blokes do any singing at all? Were they just doing instruments? Benny and Buell, yeah. they're good. Did they sing? Um, I can't yes, no, they did. They did. Really? They're sort of underneath, aren't they? They're sort of the bed. Just in the, the background, kind of. The bed. Uh, talking of the bed. The bed. Um, your lovely fiancé. I don't know why the link is there between the bed. Well, I suppose it is. There is a big link between the bed and the baby. There is. 
you know, the bed, oh, nine months later. <laughs> that wasn't the link I was thinking of, but but yeah, you're absolutely right. There you go. Oh, sorry, Bush. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, my love. No, it's good. That's fine. It's correct. Um, it's correct. Listen, it's literally, it could be any day now. Any minute now. How are you feeling? I am, I'm quite panicky. Like, for example, we're getting sent stuff. Uh, my mum, God bless her, my mum Geraldine. Yeah, I love Geraldine. She's knitted a load of stuff. Isn't knitting amazing? I love knitting. I don't know how people knit. Can you knit, Mel? No, I'm rubbish. I can do a very simple sort of square that always gets bigger because you keep adding stitches by accident. Yeah. But I bet Geraldine is a ninja knitter. She's done a brilliant little cardigan for her and a little hat and stuff. I just don't know how... How did you learn to knit? I want to get into knitting. Knitting is really therapeutic, mate. We could have a little... We could have a club. The yeah. two of us. We we could do this show and knit at the same time, could we? You see people chat. And producer James. James could be knitting as well. That'd be yeah, so James, good. James, do, do you want to knit? Yeah, thumbs up for He's James. up for it. Okay, so we've got to start very, very simply. Yeah. What's a good uh, simple thing to start with? Well, a square and or a little scarf, and we will learn to cast on. What is it sounds like fishing? Casting on is when you put the first stitch onto the stick or right. the needle. Not the stick, the needle. Yeah. And it involves your thumb. Really? I think. And you, because I've seen some people with really big knitting needles. Massive needles. Like, ridiculous, like, come on. They're, yeah. they're as needlessly big as the big pepper pot thing in an Italian yeah. restaurant. Yeah. There's no need for it. As to be needlessly. That big. Needlessly. Big. Thank you. Listen, knitting babies, good. It's all there, Bush. This is going to be your life this is for it a now. bit, isn't it? That is mainly what it's going to be, knitting and babies. Yeah, well, you look you look pretty chilled about it. I do feel quite chilled about it, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. Yeah, good. What will be your playlist for the labour? We have got a little speaker with us, which we're going to do. Mm. Katie, my other half, has got a load of, you know, like Beyonce, who rules the world, girls type stuff. Ooh. There's a lot of, like, female power, woman power oh. stuff going on. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like oh. proper, quite aggressive playlist, if anything. Do you That's know what I mean? That's quite good. Yeah, a lot of, like, you know, we went, earlier on we go, uh, uh. <laughs> A bit of that going on. Is it on. all that? Yeah. I I chose Avalon by Roxy Music Did and you? I ended up throwing the uh, cassette recorder, because it was back in the day, um, <laughs> across the delivery room because I just, I, it, everything about it annoyed me. It was, I don't know why I chose that. Yeah. It just seemed like a good idea at the time to have music. Yeah. But I think Beyonce is excellent. All right. Okay. Well, hopefully it will do the trick. Yeah. Well, anything and then it, anything and then it, anything and then it, put your hand up, all that. I might get her a fan so I can blow her hair in the wind, stuff oh, like that, like the video. Come on. Very, very strong. Listen, um, <laughs> Uh, that's a very, very good image of, 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 a, of a beautiful woman in labour with a fan on. Everything that woman does, and by that woman I'm referring to KB, Kate Bush, everything she does is brilliant. Where is she? Where, where is she based? Well, I think she's got a little bit of a country pad going on. Yeah. Uh, in um, <laughs> England. Right. And I'm imagining, I'm hoping that um, she's got a trug and she's doing some pruning. I reckon I'm imagining she's, she's deadheading. Yeah. I think she's got a house that's built into the countryside like the Teletubbies. Yeah. And there's a tin, like, tube that's a chimney and it, it smokes when she's having tea. Oh, yeah. And then she goes, and then there's a corner shop where it's brilliant because they think, oh my God, I've just done a scratch card for Kate Bush. Yeah. And they've just got a different surname and everyone actually knows what her real name is. <gasps> like Kate Morrison or I'm something. I'm Kate Morrison. I'm imagining that she's doing something very mundane, i.e. deadheading the roses, yeah. but also something a little bit edge as well. Yes. Like, for example, she's got 
one leg entirely covered in feathers. Just because just she can. Yeah. So it's like a pair of trousers, but only one leg, and it's all feathers. Or she smashed up a mirror and then stuck it on the back of her jacket to make it all sparkly. I adore her, Bush. Oh, man, it'd be good to hang out with her. It'd be amazing. I bet she's really kind. You, do, you could do anything around Kate Bush's house and it wouldn't be, like, weird. Anything goes. Anything goes. If you wanted to just suddenly <laughs> flatten yourself up against her fridge and sing something in Swiss, that would be fine. Totally fine. She'd just smash the mirror up and put it on the back of her jacket. Anything yeah. goes. Or you suddenly appear at her bathroom window <laughs> going... <laughs> She would actually integrate that into one of her new albums. She'd record it and stick it out on 12-inch. Oh, my God. It could God. pop up in her bed. You'd literally pop up. She'd be, she'd be bedding down for the night and you just pop up underneath one of the pillows and go, ooh, ah, and she'd love it. She'd be fine with it. She'd invite you over again. Anything goes. Anything goes in Kate Bush's house. Oh, I can, yeah. Anything goes in Let's Bush's house. Let's get ourselves house. over there. Yeah, good. Uh, it's Mel G. Oh, I feel released I by feel that. I feel released. Two little poddies. Poddington's part two. Right, let's see what this question is for you, Mel. Let's get on the train to Poddington Lime Street and um, see what little nugget of joy awaits us there. Here we go. Come on. What is under your bed? Ooh. What's under your bed? Loads and loads and loads and loads of military dad's trainers. Why do men have so many pairs of trainers, mate? I've got a lot of pairs of trainers as well. What, I'm, what I'm is with it? your other half on this. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking trendy, really expensive ones. No, just tap. Bashed up with holes in the front, so his big toe comes through in a slightly sinister way. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I feel I'm very hard pushed to chuck a pair of shoes out. They have to be really on their absolute uh, last legs uh, to I've, go. I have put them. I have hidden them in the bin outside the the house. Yeah. And he's ferreted them out, and they've gone mm. back in. Covered in, you know, sort of bits of detritus. Yeah, I don't know what it is about them. They're like with you for the long haul, the full journey. Do you know what I mean? It drives me bananas, Bush. Sort yourselves out, male part of the species. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, thanks. What's under your bed? Do you know I've got nothing under there? Thank you so much for listening to our lovely podcast. Hear more fun with a capital F like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. <laughs>